Hey guys, and welcome to week 25 of Between the Covers. This week I have six books for y'all. And like always, I will name each section the name of the book, then the author, to make it easier for y'all to find something that strikes your interest. I will also do a roundup on the blog where I try to link to the cover of the book so you can see what it looks like. And then I will try to link to the bookshop.org link so you can purchase or Amazon depending on if I can find it on bookshop or not. Sometimes you can't, sometimes you can. So I will do that. Um, you can find the blog post at thisferalhousewife.wordpress.com or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram are the main ones with the username of This Feral Housewife. I am also on TikTok and Clapper. Those are both video apps by the same name, This Feral Housewife. I'm also on Twitter. And I try to link everywhere so it's easier for y'all to find something that you're looking for. Alright, so let's get to it. Book number one, and my absolute favorite book that I'm reviewing this week. It is The House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune. The description reads, Linus Baker leads a quiet, solitary life. At 40, he lives in a tiny house with a devious cat and his old records. As a caseworker at the department in charge of magical youth, he spends his days overseeing the well-being of children in government-sanctioned orphanages. When Linus is unexpectedly summoned by extreme upper management, he is given a curious and highly classified assignment. Travel to Marisee Island Orphanage, where six dangerous children reside. A gnome, a sprite, a wavern, and an unidentifiable green blob. A were-pomeranian and the Antichrist. Linus must set aside his fears and determine whether or not they are likely to bring about the end of days. But the children are the only secret the island keeps. Their caretaker is the charming and enigmatic Arthur Perinus who will do anything to keep his ward safe. As Arthur and Linus grow closer, long-held secrets are exposed and Linus must make a choice. Destroy a home or watch the world burn. Alright, so this was actually our book last month for our book club here locally. And it has been absolutely one of my favorite books. Just the depth and the beauty and the touchingness in this book has been unmatched by any I have found lately. It's beautifully written. I cannot wait, cannot wait for this man's next book. It's so amazingly well done. You just want to continue reading. You want the story after the story. You want everybody's story in their next step of life. Seriously, we want a book number two for this one. Five stars all the way. I understand that a lot of people don't like the magical, mystical kind of thing, but you honestly need to give this one a chance. It's so well done and so well written. And it's not like blatantly thrown in your face obvious on what's going on, which is amazing. You kind of have to put stuff together. And there are some things in this book that aren't handed to you. Like you honestly have to wait until you read that part of the book on what is going on or who these people are. And I love that about it. It doesn't give a lot of stuff away. 
So definitely, I highly, 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 highly recommend, cannot recommend this one enough. Such a great book. Book number two, Text Wars, by Whitney Deneen and Maline Summers. The description reads, Sophia Lopez is not your typical airy-fairy astrology fanatic. First and foremost, she's a businesswoman who happens to have a fascination with the stars. Her lifestyle app, Live For Your Star Sign, is blowing up, and when she's asked to be a guest on New York's most watched morning show, she knows the exposure will launch her app into the stratosphere. Astrophysicist Ben Williams just landed his dream job at NASA's Goddard Institute. Not only is he heading a multidiscipline team in search of habitable exoplanets, he's also been tapped to be the spokesman for the project. While he's much rather be crunching the numbers to pinpoint the location of Earth 2, he also has to sell the concept to the American public. When Safrina and Ben meet on the set of the morning show, Sparks Fly. Sarah is there to show viewers how to dress for their star sign. Ben is there in the name of science. Their explosive chemistry sets record for the network viewing audience. As such, they are asked to host a regular segment together. Alright, so this book was cute. I would give it like four stars. Um, it's not a very mind-intensive book. Like, you don't have to think about this one hard when you're reading it at all. It's more like, it's cute, it's funny, it's fun, it's an easy read. You can pick it up, put it down. You're not gonna have to think about where you left off, anything like that. So if you need like a weekend easy beach read kind of thing, this one is it. Book number three, 365 Days by Blanka Lemnitska. This one's out the 11th of May. Alright, so this one is actually a Netflix film. And it was a USA Today bestseller. I haven't seen this one on Netflix, but I'm going to be honest. I barely watch TV. I'm not a big TV fan, so I've probably just missed it to tell you the truth. The description reads, The sexy and deeply romantic international best-selling novel that inspired the blockbuster movie. Laura Beale and her boyfriend are on a dream vacation in beautiful Sicily. On the second day of their trip, her 29th birthday, she's kidnapped. Her kidnapper is none other than the head of a powerful Sicilian crime family, the incredibly handsome young Don Masato Torella, who is determined to possess her at all costs. Massimo has his reasons. During an earlier attempt on his life, a vision appeared before his eyes, a beautiful woman identical to Laura. After surviving the attack, he vows that he will find the woman in his vision and make her his own, no matter what. For 365 days, Massimo will keep Laura captive in his Palatine estate and attempt to win her heart. If she doesn't fall in love with him during this time, he will let her go. But if she tries to escape at any point, he will track her down and kill her entire family. Soon Laura develops a fascination with her handsome and powerful captor, but as precious, risky relationships form between them, forces outside their control threaten to tear them apart. <clears throat> Alright, can you say like Stockholm Syndrome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I know. <clears throat> this book is meant totally just for your mind and nothing else. Like, it's totally just meant to be entertainment and nothing else. And it was. It was entertaining. <clears throat> and honestly, it was nothing too, like, crude hard about it because 
I put everything against Den of Vipers and so far nothing has come close. So this one honestly wasn't too bad for me. Now as I'm reading it can I be like what the fuck this woman just needs to put a bullet in him and go on. Yes I have those thoughts but that's not the point of the book okay. So if you like the kind of mindless, I guess you could call it romance. I'm not calling it romance, but I guess you could call it romance. Then this one's the one for you. Book number four, Deadly Obsession by Om J. Ryan. This one is out now. All right. The description reads, the body of a naked woman is discovered in Manchester Park. Her murder has all the hallmarks of a notorious killer known as the Suffolk Strangler. But there's a problem. The Strangler is serving a life sentence in prison. So is it just a coincidence or is there a copycat killer on the prowl? As DCI Jane Phillips and her major crimes team begin to piece together the victim's final hours, another body is discovered. And this time, it's a carbon copy of murders committed by the infamous Moosewell Hill murderer. Now Phillips is in no doubt. She's chasing a psychopath who's been inspired by Britain's most horrifying serial killers. As the body count rises, psychological profiler Dr. Sobin Harris joins the team. Little by little, they began to build a picture of a terrifying predator. But their opponent, smart, careful, always seems one step ahead. Can Phillips stop the killer before another brutal murder is meticulously restaged? Or will even more victims be consumed by this deadly obsession? Alright, so just so you know, this is actually the fifth book in the detective series featuring DCI Jane Phillips. Now, you do not need to read the other books to get this one. Each one is a standalone. However, the characters from each book will flow into the next, if that makes sense. So, in the four books before, you will have met this DCI Jane Phillips. You don't need to read those to read this one. This one just deals with this person right here. And I'm going to tell you this right now. In the first three chapters, you're going to know who the killer is. They don't do this as a whodunit, play all these characters in front of you, make you pick. No. They go ahead and tell you who it is. But the mystery comes in how he does it and how they find him. So that's where your kind of thriller mystery comes in because we see his plans as they happen in real time. And Jane Phillips and her people are the ones playing catch up, which makes it a really interesting dynamic in the book because we're not having to figure out a whodunit kind of thing. We know whodunit. They're having to figure out as we're watching him keep a step ahead. So where you want to like, yell out clues to them you can't because they're in a book and this isn't real life but it's just a really interesting dynamic it's one of the first books that I've read that actually do does this kind of thing and I really enjoy it to tell you the truth I'm definitely going to pick up the other books that feature this character just because she's a really kind of strong woman character she doesn't take shit from anybody and she's very smart in how she figures everything out so she's a very enjoyable character so if you kind of like a thriller sort of mystery but not really a mystery more of a thriller then this one's for you book number five the new civil war by bruce d 
Abramson. This one is out the 22nd of this month. Description reads, We are living through a national trauma. The United States has jettisoned the rule of law and ceased functioning as a republic. Battle lines have been drawn. Progressives are moving quickly to cement their transformation of the country's beliefs, attitudes, values, social structure, economic models, and government organizations. Patriotic Americans are waking up to recognize that the conservative failed to conserve much of anything. Progressive controls, academia, media, the civil services, and several of our country's most important industries. Americans who support the Constitution have become counter-revolutionaries. Their challenge is nothing short of the restoration of America's institutes. Such a restoration is achievable, but you can't defeat what you don't understand. Every good restorationist must study progressivism, where it originated, how it grew, what it preaches, and how it oppresses, and what it hopes to accomplish. The new Civil War provides that understanding. It exposes the mechanisms progressives have used over the course of decades to seduce, to seduce millions of decent, well-intentioned Americans into a dangerous anti-American movement. More importantly, it maps out a non-violent strategy for an effective restoration. <sighs> yeah. This guy likes to use really big words throughout his entire book that actually don't mean all that much. He tries to make you feel like an absolute fucking idiot, and he preaches to you most of the time. I generally stay away from political books because they're usually so chocked full with a man wanting to hear his own voice that he loses his audience entirely. And this is another one of those. He preaches to you in such a way that doesn't make you feel like you're learning anything. It makes you feel like you're being talked down to. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I made it halfway through this book and I called it quits. Because I could not take any more of him writing like the people that are going to pick up this book are absolute fucking morons because I'm going to tell you what people that pick up this book are not morons people that pick up this book are wanting an understanding of where our country's headed and how we got there and he doesn't tell you that the back of the book promises that he tells you that but he doesn't tell you that he tells you about how you're an idiot and how you have made this happen all while telling you how great he is. So, not my recommendation at all. And it's... It's a book that someone needs to go back and really look hard at before they honestly put it out there. Alright, our sixth and final book this week. The Truth Between Us by Natasha Chris. The description reads, a make-or-break holiday, a love that should last a lifetime, a truth that threatens to tear them apart. When Adeline decides to take a trip away to contemplate her failing marriage, her husband Andrew suggests he goes too. As they embark on a last-chance holiday to Cyprus, Adeline reflects on her life and where it went wrong. But the past contains much pain. Can they confront the truth and still salvage the relationship? 
an emotional gripping novel about love, loss, and hope. Y'all, this book was well done. However, you're going to want to punch her husband in his fucking face by page three. I am not even kidding you. He is a goddamn child. And their entire marriage problems, quote, are all from a misunderstanding and the fact that they never actually talk to each other and the fact that she herself internalizes everything and never speaks her mind. If this bitch would grow up here, her entire marriage problems would solve themselves. Honest to God, I read this entire book. It was fucking maddening. Because all you wanted to be was like, bitch, grow a pair and dude, shut the fuck up and sit down. Honest to goodness, that's going to be your takeaway from, from this book. It wants to be a good story. It honestly does. But the characters are so fucking childish. You just can't get there. Alright guys, that is it for this week thank y'all so much for joining me i have named each section by the name of the book and who it's by i will post links in my blog post thisferalhousewife.wordpress.com is where you can find that and i will see y'all again next week everybody have a good week bye